These days, lots of large companies are instituting sustainability policies. But our guest, author Julia Goldstein, says that even small companies can make changes that will improve their impact on the environment, in their community, and in the world. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to another episode of More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, I am chatting with Julia Goldstein, and Julia is the author of a new book, Material Value, More Sustainable, Less Wasteful Manufacturing of Everything from Cell Phones to Cleaning Products. Julia, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. As I was sort of reading a little bit about you, I noticed that you've been writing for a long time. You've got a lot of articles published in trade journals and business magazines and really on a wide range of topics. What drew you to this particular topic for your book? I've been interested in material science ever since college, but more recently, I'd been thinking about the impact that all these amazing materials have on the environment, human health. There's just been a lot of growth in knowledge about issues of corporate sustainability and really how choices in materials and processing make a difference. And I've just found myself being more interested in that and wanting to delve deeper into it. You know, with the new report that just came out talking about all of the species that are endangered and really that the clock is ticking on this, I think that every business needs to be thinking about their carbon footprint and how they become more sustainable and less wasteful in everything that they do. Absolutely. So as you're exploring this topic, and I know that a lot of the things are definitely more relevant for bigger companies, but What are some lessons that you learned in researching and working on this book that you think pretty much any business can embrace? I do think that the approach really does apply to businesses of all sizes. All companies buy products, whether they manufacture their own products or not, and they can look into how how can they buy less? How can they use less energy? They don't need to go to huge expenses, but there's always steps that they can take. And I think it's really important to keep that in mind. Absolutely. You know, as I was reading through some of the information, you had some examples in the uh, preview that I thought were fascinating. Um, A former uh, geologist running a chain of donut shops. Yes, Ryan's story is unusual. I met him at one of the shops in Seattle, and he talked to me about his journey that he certainly didn't grow up wanting to own a chain of donut shops. When he was working as a geologist, eventually he just decided to step away from that. He decided he wanted to own a business, and he wanted to own a business that was going to be a good corporate citizen 
So as he was sort of setting up this business and trying to create this donut shop that uh, was a good corporate citizen, what kind of things did he consider in the establishment of his processes and his procedures that allowed him to have a smaller footprint and less wasteful footprint? Well, one thing that is unique about his shops is that he produces donuts with no animal ingredients. So they're all vegan. Wow. He started these quite a while ago when it wasn't as easy to get organic ingredients and compostable packaging. So he faced a lot of challenges. Uh, He told the story about looking at the donut frying oil and just finding the stuff so incredibly disgusting and then switching to organic palm oil. And then he started hearing about how palm oil was causing deforestation. Oh. And fortunately, he said, oh, his was coming from South America and it was more sustainable. So he was using the better 20% of the whole palm oil industry. Wow. One of the really interesting things as you dive into this topic of sustainability is the idea that you have to look sometimes two and three steps down the back down the manufacturing process to figure out the choices that were made really at every step along the way to figure out whether or not it really is a good choice that you're making. Yes, you need to look at your entire supply chain. Large companies often have formal processes for evaluating their suppliers and the suppliers of their suppliers, but small businesses can also borrow this kind of strategy. Really? How would you tell a small business to kind of go about that? Because they certainly don't have the purchasing resources of some of these larger companies. That's true. And they can't get the same kind of economy of scale, but they have flexibility. They don't need to go through some huge corporate infrastructure Mm. and take months or years to make a change. Yeah, that is definitely true that smaller business owners can pivot and as the business owner, you can make that decision. You can say, we're just not going to live this way, or we're not going to work this way, and really make a huge impact on your local community by doing so. Exactly. Yeah, the the CEO and their team members can call the shots. What other advice would you have for businesses that are trying to adopt this more sustainable approach to manufacturing or just really any process in their business? Again, to look at the whole picture of all of the different aspects to how you run your business, there are some frameworks. Mm -hmm. For example, the GRI standards from the Global Reporting Initiative that outline different ways to evaluate all the pieces of your business. And you can hire consultants to help with this. I interviewed one such person and they work with companies of various sizes. There's, you know, you can take a a step-by-step approach and realize that maybe in your first year of doing this, you're going to find that there are some gaps. Mm-hmm. Then you know where those gaps are and what might be some strategies that you can take to improve. So it sounds like 
This is something that if a company wants to move in this direction, it really is a process and a path that they're going down. It's not so much that they're going to flip a switch and suddenly everything is going to be sustainable, but that they can make small changes and then make additional changes and then make additional changes as they go. Of course. I think feeling like you have to either do it all or do nothing is going to be paralyzing. Because nobody can do it all, whether whether you're a really big company or a really small company, that setting that kind of unrealistic standard is is a recipe for disaster. Exactly. So to appreciate the individual steps that you take, but to not just be satisfied with doing like a simple thing saying, oh, now we have LED light bulbs, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. Or now we got rid of plastic plates in our cafeteria, so it's all good. I mean, the disposable plastic plates. That is terrific advice. Julia, thank you so much. This has been such an interesting conversation and a little bit different for our audience, but I think a really fun conversation to get us thinking in other areas about our businesses. Thank you. We will have a link to your book and to your website from the show notes. And so if people have got questions, they'll be able to follow up with you directly. Excellent. Thank you very much. You're welcome. If you've enjoyed today's program and would like to tap into more of our digital resources, be sure to sign up for a preview of our new resource library at digitaltoolboxin.com. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.